how far are you from your phone? Like, how far are you? Your is your mouth? I'm like sitting at the table on my porch, and the phone is on the table, and I'm like kind of leaning, leaning towards it. It's like kind of hun- I'm kind of hunched over, like a hunchback. <laughs> We're doing this uh, Quasimodo style. Yeah, Quasimodo style. I I I think the listeners will be able to tell in in our. Uh, in our delivery that we're quasimodo style (laughs) (laughs) well uh let's get right into it how about we i think that was a good intro yeah are are we dropping the uh welcome to track lunch yes (laughs) oh man new uh new uh newly decided upon just get right into it i've been listening to a lot of uh a lot of Pete Holmes podcasts and, and the people, the guests never know if they're actually being recorded. Is this where you tell me we're, we're, we've been recording this by the way. And then I, and then I, and then I feign uh, yeah. shock. <laughs> oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I guess we should. Quasimodo Pete. All natural. Yeah. We should at least introduce ourselves. So that this is rich. And this is Brian. And this yeah, is track good, lunch. Good, good pause yeah. there. I like that. So we've got a, another awesome – so this uh, album we're going to do – or EP, I guess. It's not even a full LP. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I was going to say, I, I'm, I, uh, as I mentioned, I'm sitting sort of in the out of doors, which I think is, is very appropriate for this uh, recording that we are going to discuss. Um, and we, I guess without any further ado, we should say that we're, we're going to talk about the new, uh, the new Weezer EP, the SZNZ. I guess that's Seasons, Spring. And you're like, it's track lunch. It's Brian and Rich. Of course, they're, they were going to do a pod about the new Weezer. So this is probably not too much of a surprise to, to our uh, our rabid uh, fan base of listeners. Because uh, so, so for our early, so our original, our OG listeners would mm-hmm. know that we started out this podcast talking about Weezer. That's correct. We, we did uh, some extensive coverage of uh, Weezer's debut album, self-titled Weezer, uh, more widely known as the Blue Album, and then uh, Pinkerton, their their stellar, uh, in hindsight, though not appreciated by most in its time, follow-up uh, Pinkerton. And it's funny, because remember when we started, you know, obviously we started talking about those albums specifically, and there was a very in-depth review. Mm-hmm. But then, then we, in our season one, we, we kind of tackled lots of different music-related topics. We talked mm-hmm. about running with music and film scores and music and you know all kinds of different topics but then in season two we shifted gears and we started uh going more about album reviews and that yep. and so it's back full circle yep yep that's where we are in our our last episode we talked about uh elvis costello's release uh the 2022 release uh the boy named if right yes yes yep. and to, to steal a, uh, uh, you know, we listen to a lot of the rewatchables, Bill Simmons and, and that crew, and uh, to, to steal one of their categories has, has in, in a, what is it, a month, two months, has the boy name If aged well for you? Um, I, I feel like it has, to, to be quite candid. There's been such a, a torrent of new music uh, that I've been diving into that I have not listened to it maybe more than once uh, since we talked about it. So uh, that just full full um, disclosure, but uh, you know that latest listening, it it hadn't lost any of its luster, and it is on my playlist that I've started of potential like best of twenty two list. Anything that strikes my fancy is uh, you know potentially being worthy of that that honor goes on a playlist, and then as we get towards the end of the year, I'll kind of revisit everything, and uh, it is is currently on that list along with 
some other stuff um, that I've that I've been a fan of that we haven't discussed. We kind of have, you know, we've kind of said, well, um, if there's something that we're both jazzed about, we'll do a pod about it. But if not, we'll do like a, an individual thing on the um, uh, the Instagram. And I've I've had a, a couple of other things I, I may I may go back to, but there's so much new stuff coming. I may just try and do better about recording those little videos i'm just so bad when it, when it comes to that all this just the effort to do that stuff I actually there was a couple other albums that i had written down some thoughts on and was just trying to narrow down what songs were my favorite on those um, but I've, i'm giving a very very long rambling answer to your question but if, for, yeah. for me yes it has aged well i i've probably been a little bit more faithful to it i've listened to it a few times in the last month and uh, I, it, it definitely is still aged well for me. I, I was a little disappointed when I saw that the tour was coming and they did not include Florida. I was a little bummed out about that. I, I, I had hoped that that our plea for an all boy named if with just a few other classics, man out of time. And, you know, uh, yep. you're happy now would be fine with me. That would be a, a, an invite for them to come do the album in full here in, in uh, Florida. But it did not happen. Yeah, it did not. It did not happen. Well, our our, um, our reach and. We, uh, <laughs> Well, the same. Remember, we did have a surprise guest that chimed in on our last episode in our blog or in our, on online on Instagram. We had a nice little, uh, nice little uh, uh, exciting uh, post by somebody. Do you remember that? Co-producer of that album um, reached out to us, and he had actually uh, pro- like worked on a couple of other uh, Elvis Costello albums, kind of immediately preceding that one. Um, but he said he enjoyed the pod and. He said that he was going to pass it along to the man himself. So we, we have no idea if that happened or, or if even if it was passed along, if uh, which I, I, I don't doubt that it was passed along. But whether whether Mr. Costello listened to it, um, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot of things vying for his attention. So <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was super cool to get some feedback so they, from someone directly involved thing. I can't remember his last name. I thought Sebastian. Something. Yes. But yeah, it was a. Uh... That was a huge surprise, and and uh, and the only other thing I'll say after that last episode was I did bite the bullet and buy the vinyl version, um, even though I was I was uh, fighting because of the three to four tracks per side bothered me. Uh, double vinyl always is annoying to get up from you know from the couch and have to flip the record over too fast is always kind of annoying. Yeah. But I did the bullet and the record, the vinyl sounds amazing, and uh, uh, it was a uh, uh, fantastic. So yeah, so yeah, we are. Uh, going strong with the uh, album reviews so we've got weezer back back in action with a new one yep and uh well i mean let's let, let's go ahead and uh um you know as, as far as i i don't want to be the uh, the the hot take here right, right off the bat but i know we talked a little bit about it and um you know I, i'm while i am a huge fan of weezer uh i i admittedly um I sort of stick more to the kind of definitely the Blue Album and Pinkerton era stuff. A little bit of, you know, Green Album, Maladroit. Um, I was and, a question. Did you know, were you surprised by this release? Did you know this was coming? I, I did know it was coming, but but I only saw like, as opposed to like Van Weezer that was announced. Uh, obviously, there was pandemic related delays, but Van Weezer, which was announced like nearly two years ahead of time like this. Yeah. I only saw notice that this was coming like maybe a week, a week to two weeks before. Yeah, so Van Weezer had the super delay and then we had the uh, OK Human that came out. Right. Uh, 
that was uh, um, a pretty well received album. We didn't do a blog, we didn't do a podcast on it, but or a pod on it, but um, that was pretty well received. And then, then yeah, them they're back this quickly with the seasons. I think it's like, what four four different uh, yep becoming. Yep, they're they're. I think they're going to do one each, basically one each quarter for for each season. So I think we we've got spring, and I think we're going to be getting summer. I would imagine in June, and then fall in September, and then I guess winter in December. If they're, it sounded to me like they were going to put them all out this year. So this is. I, I don't know if we should look at this as really like a. It, it may be different to kind of judge the four EPs in total once they are all release that 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 goes into a little of my thoughts on on this uh this spring ep itself and sort of some bigger picture stuff um now, now but, since, since we did our original weezer episodes that we did uh, obviously we've already said it but van weezer uh, okay human came out so two full-length albums came out plus hella mega which was rescheduled and so we saw them on the tour mm-hmm. and we, we caught the uh, jacksonville date and uh they did great, and then they we saw them. I saw them over at uh, I saw them again in Tampa on uh, our local kind of alternative radio station here in Tampa. Ninety seven X did the next big thing show, and they headlined that, um, and were phenomenal. And so they've been busy. It's, it's we're getting a lot of Weezer lately. Yeah, and, and that, that you know that that's that kind of goes into um, you know a little more generally on Weezer. Um, they definitely stay busy for a, for a band of their i guess status you know caliber they uh, they seem to be constantly playing shows and and it's not always tours they they are if you look at all the different there's obviously a million different summer festivals now you know it kind of there used to be like the warp tour lollapalooza was i guess kind of like the granddaddy of them all. And of course, Woodstock, the, the original going way back. But now that it seems like, you know, in the summer months, really starting in the spring, it seems like there's some music festival in some town every weekend. And, and it feels like Weezer is either headlining or like among the top, you know, three to five names listed um, for like half of them. Um, and so they, even though they're not on like a proper tour, so to speak, they, they are, seems like on the road a lot and staying in front of the fans. And I know one, one thing for me, and I think it kind of ties into my thoughts, like I said, on this EP, I kind of wish that they would be a little more scarce with themselves. Cause I, I feel like it's, it's almost like as much as I love them, like they were just here this past weekend at the innings festival, which I, which I didn't go to. Cause I was like, I've, I've just seen them like less than a year ago. And it just feels like, even though they put on a great show, I, I just, for me, I feel like I would dig them even more if they were a little more scarce, if, if it felt like it was a little more of a rare thing. And it, it kind of seems like there's, we're just getting so much Weezer shows and, and recordings thrown at us. It, it can feel a little overwhelming to me. That's, that's my take. I don't, I don't know what, what, what you... has changed. I know I don't want to get too off topic of the album, but what has changed? It does feel like there's more and more of these radio festivals and things, um, that that than ever before is it is it is it that because of streaming music and digital that bands can really only make money touring and merch and, and album sales so we're you know, or, or not album but like in merchandise and a vinyl sales things like that product that they feel like they have to do more of these shows to to kind of make a living and that's versus the old days when you just caught a band on tour of their new album yeah i don't i don't know if it's from the band standpoint 
or if it is, you know, promoters putting on these events that it's like just for promoters in general, maybe it's more cost effective rather than routing a band on a tour. And, you know, unless, you know, unless it's like Coldplay or U2 or some huge band, right? You're um, maybe the draw is such that even if it even if it's a good show, right, and you get a good draw, even if it's not sold out, maybe it's close to sold out, but maybe just financially, I don't know if the margin, even on a good show like that to keep the ticket prices reasonable for people to come out or is the margin just so small that it's basically not worth a promoter's while to put on a show unless it's like this huge festival type thing. Well, that's a good point because both those bands, U2 and Coldplay, when they tour, they don't have a co-headliner. But every time you see Weezer on tour, they've got a co-headliner. There's like it's or there's some other kind of pretty big band that's playing with them. Like so, for example, Hell Omega had three headliners. Right. So the time before we saw Weezer, it was with the Pixies, and like and so agree. You know, there's always there's always a co-headliner or some other band that's helping. And that's not just Weezer. Weezer, that's like a big thing. I mean, you see all these summer festivals and it's like, you know, battle of the nineties. And it's, you know, it's ever clear with gin blossoms, toad, the wet sprocket, bare naked ladies. And, uh, you know, and somebody else, it's like, there's like a million headliners. On yeah, I, I think so. And, but I, I think too, that we really are, I think beyond the age range that a lot of these newer festivals are aimed at. Cause I'll notice like there's a couple names that I'll recognize, but I feel like most of the artists I've never heard of. And I feel like that it's probably, you know, I don't know if they're um, bands that have got some notoriety from like from being popular on TikTok or but I, I feel like it's bands that are appealing to, young, you know, like people 20 years younger than we are. And that that's why a lot of the names are unfamiliar to me. And it's like there's a, a few names I recognize, you know, kind of thrown in there just to kind of it, it's like they want to cast the widest net possible. They want to get the people that listen to this style of music and the people that listen to that style of music. And there's just, because of streaming, there are so many more niche styles of music. It seems like than there ever have been that you, you know, you've got to have all these different artists to kind of make sure that you're covering all the cross sections of, of your possible audience. And then it's like, Oh, well, we'll come out and have a, a, a great day. And there's the, you know, there's out of these, you know, 200 bands that are playing over the, over the course of three days, there's, there's uh, two of them that I really, really want to see. And I'll probably discover like five other bands that I, that I will now be into at this festival. Um, well, that's what I, I always hear that about, you know, going back to our local alternative station, 97 X, it's like they have their, their um, programming in their playlist for the day and you hear those certain bands all day long and then they have like their legacy artists and so mm-hmm. Weezer or Foo Fighters or bands like that would where Blink-182 would fall into that category and they're all like 90s bands right so it's like that's the same way those festivals look like you have yeah. the big kind of headliner but then like so I was just at that show the 97x show and Weezer headlined it but I mean you know before that like to, back to your point there was a lot of groups that I didn't I didn't know very well yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and I just kind of getting, getting back to the, you know, tying this back into the, the Weezer topic. I, you know, I think that they are, they're probably, I would imagine that uh, a, being a band of that kind of nineties ilk and sort of having that, um, you know, I think the reason that they can't do like a U2 or a Coldplay type tour is because they've just never, they, even at their, the height of their popularity, they were never quite that big. So they, they couldn't do like a, 
a stadium tour and headline it on their own and, you know, just have like one or two openers or something and expect to get like a, a good enough draw, I don't think. But they do fit in that cross section of, okay, they're among the, like, like you said, Foo Fighters, a couple of those other bands you mentioned that would be a band to fill that slot. And I think they're just probably all the guys are at a stage in their life where they're able to get out on the weekends and, you know, and they're just doing fly dates, you know, they probably, they have their guitars and pedals shipped in cases. And then I'm sure that as far as amps go, it's probably just all backline. It's all rented locally and, you know, and they're just showing up, they've got their guitars and their pedal board and, you know, and they're, they're good to go, you know, and, and when you get to their level and there's the demand, they can, you know, they can easily do that. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying stop doing that Weezer, you know, I just, cause it's, you know, it's up to me whether or not I I'm going to go to, to see them. So I think it's awesome that they're still out there and they're still doing it, but I just kind of bringing it back to this album. I, well, think, I think we've established that they've been extremely busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think to maybe some of the, some of the tone of this album review will be, we'll speak to that because I think maybe there's some, I don't know, maybe somewhat of a stagnant, you know, where it's like maybe too much. Like you met back to your point, you said you, you wish you might kind of have some more time to miss them for a little bit before the next thing comes out. And so, right. You know, here we are with another potential four, four EPs coming out. So, right. Right. Well, and that's what I'm saying. You know, when we get, cause this, this, this release has what, seven, seven songs on it. So, yeah, when, seven songs, twenty minutes, fifty-four seconds. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a little, it's a tight little short release. You can, crank, you know, crank it out, uh, you know, in, in less than the time it takes you to eat lunch, you know, to to listen to it. Um, but uh, you know, it. I wonder if when all four EPs are out, if among those, it'll feel like okay, there's an album's worth of like good stuff in in yeah. those. Because I mean, that's kind of. I'm kind of getting. I'm, I'm kind of burying the lead here i mean i I, I put out like a season's best of and it's it's like a full length of all the best songs from the seasons yeah yeah and i mean like i i think my my take my initial take when we were texting about it is i was like i, I feel like dislike is too strong a word but i i kind of felt like that my my just i guess short review of 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 this ep is i was kind of indifferent to it it felt like to me kind of uh mediocre level Weezer and it almost like um, the songs and I'm grasping, I'm struggling to grasp specific examples at the moment, but I remember listening to it and like there were moments that, oh, that that's a Weezer moment. You know, Rivers has his little kind of um, bag of tricks up his sleeve that he does with his melodies and his chord progressions and little, you know, he has his, his tricks of the trade, his things that he does, his little, turns of phrase and things like that. And to me, this EP almost felt like a delivery device for, you know, a handful of Weezer moments rather than like, you know, seven like good songs. Um, You know, and that that's, let me, let me pause right there. Let me hand it over to you to kind of, add to your thoughts on that i have some more stuff i want to say but i don't i don't i want to let you so my my first thought was obviously they put out a little bit of love as the single right 
really only came out, you know, what the a couple of days, not even a full seven day week, like before the album came out. I, I actually was surprised, and I know I surprised you. I said, "Hey, did you hear the new uh, album?" And you're like, "I didn't think it was out yet." And it, it, it released on Sunday. Yeah, like, like I think Wednesday the single came out, or Thursday, and then Sunday yeah. the full thing dropped. That's like that's that's weird. That's yeah, that's it, just maybe it's just kind of. I mean, I guess you know because it's just an ep it didn't quite have the it didn't need the marketing you know it's it's um so and that's cool you know i, I get it but so i was surprised so my first initial thought i did not like a little bit of love when i first heard it i felt like it was um i listened to it twice and i felt like it was i was missing a bridge and, and some of the some of the things i'm going to talk about maybe maybe a little bit in the technical side but i felt like i was missing a bridge it felt like it never changed those four chords maybe maybe a couple of bass notes to kind of give it a little different root but like it felt like there was no bridge it was just real weak it almost sounded too too calculated of a single like it's like let's just make a happy quick song and it just didn't have anything to it and so I thought well okay it's spring so spring should be happy and and simple and so you know I, I kind of understood it but I was not impressed by the first listen um and then when the album came or when the EP came out again, I was surprised. Um, and I started, I listened to, it. I gave myself a good solid. And I even said this to you, Hey, listen to it a few times <laughs> um, before you make a, a judgment on it. And I, I actually listened to it probably five times before I decided if I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll say, I mean, honestly, like now, and I've, I've listened to it probably about seven times now. And you think it just came out on March 20th. Um, I actually, other than one song, it's really grown on me. Um, You know, I I got a few very, very specific technical thoughts on it. But the overall first impression was didn't like the single. But now when I hear the songs after about five or six, seven listens, I like it more than I did initially. Um, and I wouldn't even say it's like the worst or anything like that. Like I don't, I try not to rank the albums anymore because there's just too many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think those back to your point, those Weezer moments satisfy my inner wheeze uh, enough to where I look forward to each song because of those moments. So it's like, it's definitely, I, I don't know. It, to me, it's, it satisfies enough for me. Yeah. I mean that I think, I mean, even though we both really like Weezer, I think you are definitely a little bit more of a fan than I am because it, for me, it definitely is like a a tier for me. My my opinion, a tier Weezer is Blue Album and Pinkerton. Then, like on the B tier, I would put um, like Green Album, Maladroit, uh, White Album, uh, Everything Will Be All Right in the End. Um, probably van weezer maybe the red album um and then c tier for me would be like ratitude um hurley uh black album you know okay human Uh, i'm you know it's just like yeah and 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 i don't it's weird like if i if those albums are playing like if, if if you like if we were hanging out and you just put one of those on I wouldn't be like, oh, this sucks. Turn it off. Like th- those C tier Weezer ones I said. But when I'm, if I feel like I'm 
if I feel like listening to Weezer, honestly, pretty much, I'm going to put on the Blue Album or Pinkerton or both of those back to back. Yeah. And and I just um and it's and I'm not like I'm not one of those fans that like every time they put out an album, oh man, maybe the maybe it'll be like Blue Album or maybe it'll be like Pinkerton. Yeah. I'm I'm not I, I'm I'm totally fine with them doing what they're doing. I, I'm I'm just glad that they're still doing stuff and that they are still out there because because one thing to me, the thing that really keeps me plugged into Weezer as much as I just mentioned a few minutes ago that I you know I, I don't I have not gone and seen them every time they've been in town, but once every couple of years I want to see Weezer and I know that they are going to put on a awesome show. And the set list is they 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 aren't stupid. They know what their best songs are, and so the set list is going to be pretty darn good. And it's going to have enough of what I want in it. And they're going to be solid, and they're going to be tight, and it's going to sound amazing. And they're going to be Weezer, and and that that to me is what what keeps me plugged in and interested in them. And when they have new music come out, I will, I'm always going to listen to it, but I'll just sort of, if something really grabs me and I, then I'll be, Oh, okay, cool. But, it, but if not, then that that's fine. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about it. I'm, um, you know, I'm not, I'm like, not like disappointed. I'm just like, it's, they're just in a different class of band there's just very few bands that are putting out as much, stuff as they are and as frequently and i always wonder is that because you know your average band is whoever's the songwriter are they just not as inspired and so they just don't write as much or are they just writing as much but they're not confident in it and so they're just ah, this isn't good enough or you know what i'm saying they're in- insecure about it or is there, you know, depending on what level you're at as a band, is there a manager or somebody else saying, no, nah, that, you know, eh, no, and, and holding them back from what they want to. But I think, and I'll let you go into this a little bit, because I think you can probably relate to Rivers as far as a songwriter and his, um, you know, his, his output, you know, how, um, uh, and I'm, I'm having a senior moment, I'm, I'm grasping the word, just how prolific, how prolific he is in what he writes. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, he is extremely prolific, and he has a sound. Back to your original point, he's got a few tools in his tool belt, a few tricks that he can go to in his writing and the production that will always be there and and give you as a listener those Weezer moments that will make you happy. And uh, I'll give you a perfect example on the track, and I've got the track list in front of me. But like, so when I first started listening to the album, the first song, Opening Night, I was like, "What the heck is this? Like this uh, Shakespeare makes me happy." And I'm yeah, like, going on this, I was like because up to this point i only heard a little bit of love and it was ukuleles and acoustics and it was to me really boring of a song and then now i'm getting this weird kind of like quirky acoustic thing and i'm like what is this because remember the the promotion for this has been rivers with the with the elf ears and they're in the forest and and um kind of like to your point before like you're if i know where you're sitting recording this you get you like you're your fenced yard is like over a alligator uh, swamp. Yeah. These yeah. like, like, <laughs> was in your backyard taking that picture of their. Yes. Own. Yes. So you need to get them in there to give them their, their, their thoughts. But, um, but uh, you know, so I'm hearing this weird intro, but man, when they went into, when the band came in, yep. 
it was like this is the band i love it just sounded so good so just that initial thought that hearing that initial burst of we like classic weezer to me like i'm thinking they're still plugged into what weezer is and so where i feel like you know rivers is very prolific and and puts out a lot of stuff i i think he still got it and so as long as he's still coming back to a catchy chorus which even the one song i don't love on here um, i'm not a fan of the garden of eden um, though i've seen some social media people really love that song but honestly like every other song it just has enough of his classic sound and he can always he always delivers and so in every there's only really been a few albums like there's a couple of tracks off ratitude there's a couple of tracks off the red album and just a couple here and there where I was kind of underwhelmed by some of the weird kind of takes that he did. Um, but to me, like in 20 minutes, I don't know. I mean, like I, I just really, I think he delivers again, just always catchy songs. I mean, opening night angels on vacation where he goes to that, um, that on vacation, like he goes to that big, uh, we're going on vacation or whatever that line is kind of a big, it's just a big kind of like, it, it kind of evokes the uh, surf wax America big build at, at the end. Um, yeah. Yells that line out. Um, the, all three of the last tracks, sound of drums, all this love and wild at heart. They kind of all have something about them that is just without fail Weezer. And, and um, I, I feel like this could be like a very uh, kind of a companion to Pacific Dr daydream, which was very well received album. Um, this would be kind of like the sunny, maybe slightly a little quirkier but very much pacific daydream kind of sound yeah i could see that and and you're right i mean like talking about that first song yeah when when the band kicked in it you know they they definitely they, they know who they are and they can at any moment and th that's the thing like you know i feel like with um with van weezer you know you got like the end of the game which i think that holds up among the strongest of any song that they've ever put out, you know, I mean, it, it, so you, it's like, he can, he can do it. He can still do it. He's still got it. And I think he's just trying to, um, you know, and again, you can probably relate to this just as far as being a, you know, really prolific in writing, you, you know, songs. I think he's just trying to keep himself interested, you know, cause it's like, he he knows he he can do the Weezer thing. It's like I can do this. I you know it's like it's like not even hard anymore. You know it's like I just um and that 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 probably I, I don't know that that kind of I don't like to think about that too much because then it <laughs> it's kind of depressing a little bit. But like he he can just do it's like he can just do that like breathing like it's not it's nothing to him. So I, I will say there are a few things I don't like. You know, I mentioned the one song uh, "Garden of Eden." It just doesn't. It just doesn't have to me. It doesn't have the the kind of quirky nerdiness that some of the other lyrics do. And then it's not to me not as strong of a hook. But like, um, I, I I feel like it, one of my takes on this was that I feel like he deliberately stole the melody of uh, Phil Collins. Uh, from Tarzan, you'll be in my heart. Oh yeah, yeah. On the song "All This Love," if mm -hmm. you'll be in my yeah. heart, no matter what they say. Sing that over the "All This Love" chorus, and you will find yourself like running down the hallway, holding hands with Phil Collins, like in just like melodic <laughs> bliss, just just in Tarzan world. It's just like it's so identical to that, and and 
I know it's not. The, I think even in our band, we've had songs where we've used the kind of like D to G, C sharp to F sharp kind of move, or it's like you, you go one half step down with the next line, and it's like it's a it's a it's a very very melodic trick. Um, but yeah, I, I the minute I heard all this love, I'm like, oh my gosh, I I'm like Tarzan swinging through the jungle again with Phil Collins. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I I am critical about the drums. Um, I've heard this from other people too. Like Pat is awesome, but like the drums are so squashed and compressed. Most of the album, it feels like like sometimes you can't even hear the drums. And it, and I've noticed this thing in the recording quality of some of the last couple of albums. Like it's just um, I don't know. There's something weird that's happening in the processing of these, uh, like this, like sonically in the processing of these recordings the drums are just getting very squashed in this mix. And I don't hear, I'm just not a drummer anymore. It's weird. It's everything's way more slick. It, it's just, and, and, yeah. and, you know, and you, and, but, and there again, tell me if you can hear a sim, a crash cymbal on the start of the chorus in any of these songs, I would be amazed if you can hear it. Cause you know, a band, when you kick into this, the chorus, you're going to hear a crash in a, in a, in a kick drum. That's the first right. here you can't hear any of those crashes. And usually that's a sign of it's just too completely slick and compressed. I'm sure if you put this up on the, like on run it through a soundboard and you got like the VU meter and stuff up there, I'm sure that this is just pegged at zero the whole time. It's not, there's no, and a lot of their later stuff is, is like that. Um, And a lot, just a lot of music in general is like that. Now that's how it's mixed. It's, it's just all slick and just compressed you know it's all heck and it just it's there's not as much room there's no dynamics um and you know i don't want to sound like the old guy get off my lawn you know because i i enjoy a lot of newer stuff and what what, what's interesting to me and i I don't i don't know why this is i this just came to my mind but i am uh, i think probably even more so than you i am constantly on the hunt for not not just new music but like new bands i i'm like constantly trying to discover new bands um you know falling down the rabbit hole of oh if you like this band you might like these eight other bands and you know and listen to, and then oh i like one of these a week i feel like what's that that you send me probably three artists a week that i should check out yeah yeah and and you know and i don't you know, i don't love like i i don't you know all of those they don't become like my new favorite band but it's just I'm I'm for some reason much more tolerant of divergent tastes a little bit from kind of my my safer things that I've you know kind of grown up liking and I, I'm I'm much more tolerant for some reason of that in new artists than I am of artists that I already know. And and I don't I don't mean to say I don't want again, I'm not I don't want Weezer to do the Blue Album or Pinkerton again. We have the Blue Album and Pinkerton. If I want to listen to those, I'll listen to them. But I guess I'm just less patient with Rivers trying out new stuff. And again, I'm totally happy that he's doing it, but as far as like entertaining me, I I just am not as interested in that for some reason. And I don't know if it's maybe because it's, it's too close to something that I know and love and, and that I'm more comfortable with a newer thing and a different thing coming from something that's new to me altogether. Yeah. Um, but, but I just, um, 
you know, I, I totally get what he's trying to do now and trying to experiment with different things and just stretch himself and probably just keep himself from being bored as an artist. And, you know, and some of it works and connects with people that are fans of Weezer and some of it, um, you know, doesn't as much, you know, to, to your point. And I think, you know, I think there's so many Weezer fans that it's, it's almost like there's, they put this expectation on themselves that, um, they're just, they're going to like, like Weezer could crap in a bag and record the sound of it. And they'd be like, this is awesome. This is, this is probably the best thing they've ever done, you know? And and it's just like that, that the fall, fall EP could be that actually. It could, it could be, it could be, but, um, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's, there's, I think, you know, I mean, like I said, even though I think you're a bit of a bigger fan than I am, you're, you're still able to be, objective and you'll you'll say oh that yeah this thing didn't work for me you know but i think that there's some people that are just um you know they're, they're in all the way and no matter what it is it's like they won't even allow themselves to say you know no this isn't this isn't good it, it's kind of it's kind of like with radiohead would you say that for some people you know they just kind of say you know you'll be in my heart no matter what you say i'll be there from this day on mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. um would you <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like with Radiohead, right? It's like, you know, I love their, their first three albums, Pablo Honey, The Benz and OK Computer. And I have I have tried so many times to get into all the, the you know, Kid A and, and later. And I, I can sit there and have it on kind of in, in the background, you know, just as kind of a vibe. But I, I just nothing sticks with me from those, you know, and, but, but there's some people that are just like, man, kid, a amnesiac just changed my life. Like it's the best, it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. Like I am a better person because those albums exist. And I'm just like, man, good, good on you. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just not, (laughs) I'm just not hearing it. I agree with you strongly. I mean, I grew up with Pablo Honey, and then when the Benz came out, it was just amazing. And so, um, but I will say the one thing I love about our podcast here, and I love, you know, we've been friends for a long, long time. And so we don't always agree on everything. Uh-uh. And I love that about our, our friendship um, and that we can be honest about that because I think uh, this could be one of the, one of those rare times though on, podcast recording where we're bringing an album that we may not totally agree on yeah i think you're right because i think putting our audience team rich team brian (laughs) be happening um because i I will say i'm in the other camp i you know you definitely are someone who i think you demand more you're more you want to hear different things i i do i appreciate and i listen and like you said and i appreciate your comment i am a very objective but I'm good with rivers. Keep giving me rivers. You know, I, I, um, I really, like I said, the more I listen to this new album, the more I like it. And, um, other than some, you know, technical things like being a, a, a nerd and complaining about a bridge or a cymbal crash or, you know, sonics or something like that. Overall, I just, I mean, it, it in 20 minutes, if you can give me six catchy choruses and a couple of solos that sound cool and a couple of, you know, um, vulnerable moments from rivers. I, I mean, that's enough to make it happy. Now I will say on the objective side, I did not buy the vinyl of this. Um, although I'll probably, <laughs> I'll 
I'll probably report next podcast that I went back and bought the vinyl, just like the Elvis Costello. Is are they putting it out on vinyl? They did. They put out everything. Oh. The only way they can make money, like that. That's the thing is, like from a from a uh, music and an album perspective, you can only make money if you sell product now. So that's why, like, but it, but what's funny about this one, where you know we talked about Van Weezer had two years of promotion, OK Human had a lot of promotion. This one really didn't. It was single and then album in a week, and maybe a little bit of buzz before that. But like you could only buy this product on their website. Like I went on Amazon tonight just to see, and there was no vinyl. And usually you can find the vinyl for all these things. So it's clearly not the mass promotion. And and that and that you know good on them because it's just a, it's just a uh, an EP out of four. You know, right. Uh, but again, over just wrapping up my thoughts. I, I favorite tracks opening night, um, Wild at Heart, Angels on Vacation. Those are my my top tracks and again i can i can really dig six catchy choruses in 20 minutes if you give me that every couple of months and it doesn't cost me anything because i'm just you know listening to a little bit on streaming you know that kind right. of and not too invested and but i i enjoyed it it's, it's growing on me quite a bit well that's that's good i am i am glad for you i <laughs> i i think what i will probably do with with them with these EPs this year is I think probably as each one comes out, I imagine I'll give it a listen, but then I want to kind of experiment. Like I mentioned when they're all done with all four, I would like to kind of listen to all four as a complete package and just see, just see if it sits with me any different listening to the whole thing together. And also kind of get a sense of if I can go through and among the four say, man, these these 12 songs or these 10 songs, whatever, like this, this would have made a solid album. And, and th- th- this really gets into a much larger discussion and, and could probably be its own podcast, but about the way that streaming music, much in the way that uh, streaming movies and television have just totally upset the apple cart on the industry. Just the idea of, you know, the old music thing of an album cycle, you know, like, okay, we're going to go in the studio. We're going to record an album. It's going to take however many months, you know, we're going to then promote that, that album's coming out. Then that album's going to be released. Then we're going to tour for a year, 18 months, two years. Then we're going to, hopefully we've got some ideas for some new songs. We're going to go back in the studio again. We're going to, you know, it, that sort of the old pattern. Um, I think that that's, streaming music and just the advent of better recording technology and more accessible recording technology and bands that really have really can kind of write their own check, um, write their own blank check, so to speak, like a Weezer um, that they, they, they are in a position, they can do whatever they want that they, they, I mean, if he's got the songs, why not put out four EPs in a year? Right? Like why, you know, yeah. all the, all the normal things that you know, songs in the can i mean he had i mean he, he's been talking about i saw some article where you know coming out next year is the seasons and so he basically was putting out one or two full-length albums and already had in the works and already done all these eps and you know you you showed me a while back and i've read and listened to those podcasts where you know he's talking about his his, his pattern of or his formula of of just you know spreadsheeting lyrics and and all those kinds of things and so it, it's it's nothing for him to just 
put all these on on record and 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 they're already done you know yeah and, and we I, and play I, to that in our in our band and kind of what i do with some of that stuff it's just it's very easy with technology to kind of when right. you when, when the inspiration is there you just get it down and you deal with it later yeah well and, and, it, and it's like you know lost on purpose you know that we put out last year it had 22 songs on it but and it was like you know if we had if we'd been on a record label and had you know some you know somebody like in the more traditional sense they would have probably been like oh no you probably need to you know cut this cut that because you can't have a, a 22 song album but it's like in the age of streaming and the level that we're at it's like why not yeah. you know i mean it just and i think it's kind of the same with weezer it's, it's it's like why not you know they've got they've got a rabid fan base that is chomping at the bit for anything new that they're going to put out and it's like they're, and I'm, I'm not saying they're just going to put out any anything, but I mean that they're they that's they're keeping their fan base happy. They they are they are giving the fan base what they want, and and that's from that standpoint. I mean, how can you complain or argue about that? You know, even though you know I'm sitting here, I'm sort of, um, <laughs> I'm like damning with faint praise. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm even though this this particular ep didn't like resonate with me in a huge way I, like i i still love weezer and i lo- i love what they do and i love that they're that they're doing it you know it they're they've won you know that they are they have won the game <laughs> well, I, we should i think we should give the track lunch listeners um when all four if i'm sure they'll do it but if for some weird reason they don't capitalize on a seasons lp of the best of the best of of all four EPs, we should put out a playlist for the listeners. Hundred percent, absolutely, our, yes. Our complete, complete seasons LP of our favorite tracks. That's one, like you know, and maybe it's different. Maybe there's a weird order to it that we just think works in like a kind of like a, a final album version. Now, should we should we see if we can come to a consensus on that, or should we each do like our own? Um, we should make just make one. I think we should make okay. One. Okay. Census on it. I, I think you know you and I. Maybe after a little fighting, we can we can come to an agreement. But um, I think we can we can make it work. Um, after but, some discussion, we'll we'll call it discussion, not discussion, fighting. Yes, Dis- yeah. After some discussion and some and some uh, alcohol to make us more pliable. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that would be great. So we will. I think we should review all four EPs and then come back end of the year with. Uh, That'd be a kind of a cool bonus episode or, or a playlist that we can put out there for people. So yeah, no, I, I think that's super yeah, I like, super cool. I like our our play. I, I listened to our podcast on running music the other day when I was on my jog, and I was like, "Damn, this is some good stuff." Because I, I like hearing your takes and my takes t- together. It's cool. Yeah. Now that that's that's another that's one area too that you're that you're different than me. I know some you you've you've been known to go back and re-listen to to a podcast like. <laughs> For me, for me, they're like um, po- podcasts are like, what was it? Was it Snapchat? Like it's like once it's it's there and it's gone. Like when, when, once I listen to a podcast, like it's it is gone. Or story on Instagram that only lasts like 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gone. Uh, I, and I don't I was, know why that is. That's just um, I was trying to watch a Mike Viola story again because he had some clip of him singing this new song he wrote. And I was like, dang it, I can't find it again because it was just like 24 24- <laughs> I, I watched his Instagram stories of him like disassembling that mixing console and like <laughs> taking all the pieces out of the of the thing. Um, you love to see. I know Rivers is a much bigger celebrity than a guy like Mike Viola, but wouldn't you love to see that part of Rivers like 
like record. I know he did the, he did a lot of those, um, those zoom concerts that he did like um, from his house or whatever. And he had like a, like a weird background. Like he's like in front of like a, a, a whale or something or on the beach or something like that. But like he did a bunch of zoom concerts and kind of got some cool stuff. And during the pandemic, but I would love to see some of those short, you know, couple minutes of him, like just doing some stuff like that, like music. Cause you know, he's recording, he's doing all these demos and it's all this kind of, you know, very hands-on the, the process of really writing a song and stuff. I would love to see that from him. Yeah, I would. I, I don't, I don't, I really don't have a good sense from him. If he's even like kind of a, of a gearhead or really like into the the process as much as like a Mike Viola is. I I I mean he, he Rivers may very well be but I kind of I feel like that he he curates his social media presence in a very different way than Mike Viola. Like I think Mike Viola is very much I'm me. This is me, right? I'm I'm out there. I'm just putting it out there no no pretense whereas i feel like rivers and all of his social media stuff at least that i've seen it's he's it's like he's a character he's playing yeah. a, a character that's um because he, he does always just kind of come across as just a kind of a, a funny kind of goofy guy like versus a like I'm, he doesn't take he doesn't seem like he doesn't at least the character doesn't take himself too seriously right right and maybe that maybe that's the whole Weezer mystique versus Mike Viola is, is for as much as he's done, he's still, he, he kind of still to me just feels like a dude, you know, he's, he's just like a guy. Um, and so maybe it's the Weezer mystique a little bit with rivers. You kind of don't want to, you don't want to open the kimono too much. Um, but, <laughs> but no, I, I would like to see that too. I, I'm always, I'm always like into, probably sitting in a kimono right now somewhere. Too. He probably, he probably is with those fake ears on that. I'm telling you that they're, they're, they're the performance they did on late what which which late night show was it the other night where they were in the costumes and stuff yeah, that was uh um what not Jimmy uh was it on Jimmy Fallon or was it on um Colbert yeah. no it was in L A oh it was on Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Kimmel okay yeah I I, I don't I don't know I mean again more power to him but that that whole like just that didn't do anything for me. I don't, I mean, they're, they're leaning, they are leaning into the bit for sure, which, which that's very on brand for them. hundred percent that that's, that's them. So they're not, that's not them going against type, but that for me as a Weezer fan, and I'm probably in the minority, that just is not, that is not what I love about them. I didn't love the song, but I always I always seem to love and I felt the same way about Feels Like Summer when that came out on the Black Album a few years ago. Like I always loved the the live version better than the recorded version because you can hear the guitars more. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to a little bit of love that single today and I just can't even hear I really can't even I barely can tell there's real drums there, but seeing Pat next to the uh the the, the guy in the bunny suit. <laughs> seeing seeing i thought it was pat in the bunny suit and then i realized oh hey he's on the drums now they finally got the camera on him but like but seeing him play the drums i always have a little more i always like the album more when i see them do it live and i hear that part of it but yeah i i honestly like i think them not taking themselves too seriously and still kind of being that quirky that like the character that that shines through on this new album and it's very cohesive it's it, it does sound like spring from weezer's perspective and and I think the real hardcore Weezer fans just, like you said, they either eat it up or, or it, just, it satisfies. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I for like I said, for for them, for them, it is a win. It it just didn't, it, you know, didn't super um, pique my interest. But it, but again, you know, th- this again, we I feel like we could do a whole other podcast about like how much music is coming out this year because of stuff that was delayed. I know a lot of people put out stuff during 2020 and 2021 anyway, but I think a lot of bands shelved things um, and are now putting them out or just they were not able to tour during COVID. So they've, you know, went in the studio and recorded stuff, but there's just so much new music coming out. And I, I think that's, that's a thing too, is just, there's, there's so many other things. I'll leave the listeners with any uh, quick little, Hey, uh, you got it. This is coming out soon. Speaking of, I know, I know a big one for me. Personal favorite, the new, um, the new Signals Midwest okay. is is April eighth. Ohio, right? What's that? They're from Ohio. Yep they're they are Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, um, and uh, their their new full length album it's called Dent. Um, it comes out uh, April eighth, and the first they've got the first three songs from it up um on streaming already you know the bands do that i'll put out the you know a few songs before the actual full album drops but um i've i've really um liked what i've heard of it so far and you know they're they're one for me that you know they're a little indie band that the little indie band that could they've been around since i think 2008 and um you know just got a got a great sound and um you know and they're they're like speaking speaking of we got to shout out what seems like will be a new tiny stills album coming out yeah yeah that that's um i know you 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 just told me about that new single the other day i had missed that one again in the in the in the torrent of new music coming i had not even uh seen that from a band that that i'm uh pretty interested in but yeah that that new single um we, we you had said and i agree with you that it, it, it has a very much uh local um you know, uh, uh, Tampa band, uh, D Alps, um, that, uh, had, had a very kind of D Alps kind of feel to it. And it was really, really a good, um, kind of a, a, a maturation, a maturation or a little bit of a progression in tiny stills sound, I think from more of a punk band to kind of more of a, a little bit of an indie sound, not, not as punk edged, but still a very, very good song. So I, I I'm, uh, that bodes well if they've got a, an album coming as well. I know I'm excited about it. Um, speaking of Mike Viola, you know, he again teamed up with Mandy Moore. She's got another another full length album coming out pretty soon. Uh, real, yeah. In real life, I think it's called. But that's coming out soon. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So tons of stuff. So we'll have to surprise the listeners with what, you know, what the next uh, pod will be as far as album reviews. And, and uh, we got to hit hit up the uh, Instagram for some quick little snacks along the way. So. Yeah, and and li- li- listeners, g- give me give me some encouragement. Tell me that you'll that you'll care <laughs> or give a crap if I put out my little like one minute long <laughs> little reviews of all like th- there's there's at least I feel like there's at least once a week, at least every week there is at least one new thing. M- maybe not every week, but close to every week there is at least one thing that came out that I am semi excited about um well if you want some encouragement you did your video inspired me to check out that new pager the lion which i enjoyed so okay okay yeah and and again yet yet another band that's not coming uh to to florida on uh on their tour um i don't i don't know what we've what we've done uh to to anger to anger the rock the rock gods DeSantis is out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like everybody's moving here. Like everyone wants to move here and live here, uh, but uh, but no one wants, no bands want to come here on tour. <laughs> I don't know what it is. 
Uh, well, let's uh, let's leave it at that. We are uh, we got a new Weezer EP, three more to come this year, and and uh, they are they are uh, going strong. So yeah, it's an it's an embarrassment of riches. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, um, uh, I guess without without further ado, we'll uh, we'll sign off for track lunch, and uh, our I think the podcast is like three times as long as the EP. But uh, hey, yeah, if, if... yeah, and we we like to include uh, with our new format of recording, we can throw a little. Uh, a little song at the end as well. So um, you're going to hear opening night, the uh, t- the uh, lead track on the new Weezer. Uh, season. Nice. I, I, I think uh, candidly, I think that probably is my favorite one of the songs on there. Cause like you said that the intro is weird, but when it hits, when it comes in with the full band, it's like, this is Weezer. Yeah. And, so, and the more yeah. I listen to it, the Shakespeare lyrics, it's just, it's all on brand for what you'd want from rivers to talk about. So it's, yeah. I get it. And it's cool. So, so keep rocking on rivers and uh, and uh, yeah, that's track lunch for Brian. So. Can, can, can we can we plug it for uh, for anybody who's local? Speaking oh, yeah. of Weezer, on April second, which is a week from this coming Saturday, we will be playing a benefit show at New World Brewery, uh, where uh, the Easy Button, our band, uh, for for what is now the second time, uh, for one night, we will be the Weezy Button, and we are doing a Weezer cover set. Nice. Um, and we did, we did one about, a, about a month ago and it went or just a couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, and it went over really, really well. We had a blast, uh, and we're going to be doing the same thing again on April 2nd at new world brewery. So please come out. It's for a great cause. We would love to see you. Um, but, uh, so, you know, speaking of Weezer, it, it felt only proper to, to mention that and plug that if anyone uh, listening to this is local. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's gonna be great. All right. Well, this is, uh, this is rich. And this is Brian. And we'll uh, see you next time. Let's make a lunch out of it. One night out under the stars. One night out under the stars. With Romeo and Juliet. One night out under the stars. One night out under the stars. Have you seen this one yet? Shakespeare makes me happy, Shakespeare makes me happy, so happy, and I'm happy to be with you. Shakespeare makes me happy, Shakespeare makes me happy, so happy, and I'm happy to be with you. We may be garden variety, but we can step inside autism or So lovely to cry Like a personal battle